This is the A to Z podcast, quarantine week 413, episode number, oh hell, I don't know. I'm Zach Jackson, he's Andre Knott, at Dre Knott, at Akron Jackson on most of your favorite social media platforms. We're at A to Z podcast.com, facebook.com slash A to Z podcast. Dre, good afternoon. What is up? Good morning. Good evening. Goodbye. You know, it usually doesn't matter afternoon, morning, evening, but... I feel like I would be doing my listeners a disservice if I didn't say the truth, which is you're joining me exactly one hour and nine minutes after you said I'll be ready in 15. <laughs> yeah, but let's keep it real this time. It's because of you, not because of me. <laughs> I was ready. Mother- oh, okay. All right. Whatever you say. Um, yes. Yeah, so I, I was just doing something. Um, I'm going to let you guess. But I'm not going to let you guess that long because you could guess a million guesses and you're not going to get guess what I was just doing. Uh, I know you weren't working out. Oh, you're wrong. You're wrong. Oh, you were. Yeah. So you were working out. I was just <laughs> – I wish I could take a picture of my setup right now um, sitting on the floor. But I was just doing my push-ups. So um, my brother and some friends uh, in a group message, we've started a Fat Boy Fitness Challenge. And, oh, um, you know, it's just an accountability thing. There are guidelines, but, you know, there's no in- – first of all, there's no real incentive other than doing it, but there's no incentive to lie. So, you know, the guidelines right. are X amount of steps, X amount of push-ups, X amount of sit-ups, and chart your drinking both water and alcohol every day. Um, and then you, you kind of chime in with, with I did this. So I got 25 of my push-ups in, um, and here I am talking to you and I and talking about it. So I all right, all right, yeah, that's a big step. Let me ask you this: Can you do twenty five more push ups right now? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. Come <laughs> on, Z, really? You can't get fifty in? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, yeah, no, I can't right now. So hopefully, uh, in a few weeks, you know, I'll be able to. Um, I'll say this, Jay. You know, I have fat person habits. There's no doubt about it. I've tried to clean those up. But I've never been like, get on the scale and say I'm fat. Right. You know, like right. I know when I feel good and when I don't. And right. through this, you know, I certainly haven't eaten like a champion. I certainly haven't worked out all day. But I'll say this, like I've had time to make sure I'm getting my steps in. Um, I've not been in the bar till one and then ordering chicken fingers on DoorDash at 2.30 on a road trip because I haven't been on any road but trips God, or in any bars. God, those, are the, those are the best days. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody just asked me, and they're like, they're like, man, you're keeping this weight off good. How you doing it? And I was like, well, I don't eat late. And that's really what you just said. That means Andre's out on a seven-game road trip for five of those nights. He's yeah. not eating chicken wings at, at 12, 30, 1 o'clock after having eight Miller Lights and a, and a crown. And, and Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> right. No, I mean, listen, it, it starts there. Like, in the past, I've said, okay, I have to stop doing X, right, whatever X is. Right. Excessive drinking, excessive pizza, <laughs> excessive Wendy's because I had the excessive drinking, right? Um, right. Just not, and I've never been a, a workout warrior by any means, but I know that I feel better if I get my steps in. If I for sure consciously pass on, you know, certain things right. and others. And, and honestly, the biggest thing like during this is I chill out with a couple drinks, you know. Um, I know. So it's managed that. So that that's kind of a big part of what was put together here. Like one of them was like, okay, the parameters of the challenge are no drinking Monday to Wednesday. And I was like, listen, I'm in, 
Uh, and I promise I'm not a full-blown alcoholic, but in a time and situation where days of the week don't matter, I'm not pledging to that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I, honestly, I know people have joked about it, and we've joked about it, though. Like, today, three times it's come up, what day is it? And I've had to stop and think. Oh, yeah. Or the date. How about the date? Like, I don't, I don't know the date. Like, I used to, no, it varies. And during baseball season, it can vary because it, it's every day. Is the, I'll never say that again, by the way. I used to say every day in the baseball season is the same, and it is, but it's nothing like the same of what we're going through now, so I'll never yeah. compare that again. Right. But I usually have a pretty good idea where the date's at, and literally you could ask me at any time of the next 24 hours, and I will have no idea. I'll have zero idea well, as I, to where, what, and when. I had two things this week where I had to know the date for whatever reason. You know, One was just filling out a paper, signing something that I needed to date, and another one was right. something I had set up weeks in advance. So I know the date, but last week, last Thursday at four o'clock, I sure shit didn't know the date next Thursday at four o'clock. I won't know the date. So, um, that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, you know, on that front, this is what's going on in the world. If you're, if you're new here, you're wandering back after a while. First of all, thank you. Welcome. Um, we understand people got other things going on and there's no sports and no, take they no don't. Offense. There ain't no reason you shouldn't have been listening to us. Ain't shit going on. <laughs> but but a big thing, Dre, is um, you know, last week the governor said that, that youth sports and non contact sports can resume. And now, um, as of a couple of hours ago, the lieutenant governor basically said training for sports can resume. You know, no games, no scrimmages. But what had been a July one date for schools um, in terms of reopening weight rooms, locker rooms, you know, facilities, basically getting ready. Uh, and by schools, I, I certainly mean the colleges and the high schools. Um, and right. it trickles down, you know, into other things. It's it's at their discretion. And, you know, an NCAA uh, ruling a, a vote yesterday or two days ago basically means that we're two weeks away from Ohio State's players being back on campus um, and in small group workouts in and around the Woody. And, you know, when you think about that being the second week of June, that's kind of right on schedule uh, with what they'd be yeah. doing anyway, because that's when the freshmen report and, you know, they, they go to some, they go through summer school and they go through their workouts. So um, there's still hurdles. There's still uncertainty, but as we point towards football, you know, there's more and more whispers about basketball and baseball. Um, and, and I know it's, it's just whispers unless I've missed something in the last couple hours, but it seems like teams are at least making plans to have second spring training um, in the next few yeah. weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, I gotta ask you to be careful with your words. Sometimes you put small group and Woody in the same sentence. And for me, that reminds me of my college years because I lived in small group, and and I don't want to talk about the second half. Uh, I can't say. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, the A to Z had a uh, we had like a date that we kind of said. Things don't start happening by this date. You can cancel Christmas. We're in for a, a, a long fall, you know, and we're in a long winter as well. And I think we both kind of said Memorial Day because that was the first thing that was pointed to by the by Major League Baseball. When this first started, they all kind of pointed to, hey, if we can get baseball going by Memorial Day, uh, you know, we can have a you know 125 games, still have our postseason, and we'll have it as normal as possible. And when it came down that Memorial Day was no longer going to be the date, Fourth of July became the date that we A to Z kind of put together of. If baseball doesn't have something pointed towards going by July 4th, we got some issues. And you're right, slowly but surely, all of these leagues and all of these states 
because really it's almost bigger than the actual, um, you know, MLB, NBA, or NFL. It's bigger almost when you hear the governors. I think I want to say Monday of this week or Sunday. Whenever Monday's probably Monday. But like three governors all kind of came out during their daily press conferences and said, "Hey, we're opening it up to our, you know, to the pro teams, to the pro level. You know, we're going to be ready to go, uh, you know, by mid June, the second week of June." And it was Texas, California, and New York. All three of those governors kind of spoke out on the same day, same time. And you know, I believe in coincidences, but I don't believe in getting wolfed over my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All um, of a sudden, the thought of losing a lot of money became real, and um, some statements that previously weren't on the way were suddenly delivered quickly, right? Yeah. And then you look at those three states for pro teams because it's good for us locally. I mean, we you want the high school kids. I want the high school kids. It pains me more than anything else. Forget my bank account. Forget your bank account. Forget everybody else's. It pains me that a bunch of high school kids and college kids will never get their senior year. That, that just sucks. That is no other good word for it. Nobody deserves that. But financially, you start looking at it. You look at California, you look at Texas, and you look at New York, and you think of all the professional teams, because all, all those states have more than one professional team in each sport. You know, like yeah. New York, you get a couple. I, I want to say the number of teams that fills, it was like 40, it was like 38 to 40% of your professional leagues have teams in those three states. And it's almost like they're basically saying, we got to get it going in those three because that's going to force the hand of everyone else. Um, it's, I think it's coming. I don't know if it's you know perfect. I said this on a radio show the other day that when this all started, um, you know, you kind of pinpoint, you know, like, all right, we're getting shut down. This is something we've never been through before. Um, but it's going to be a hell of a party when we unlock this thing and we get back at it. That was kind of in the back of my mind. You know, like when we, when we can go back at this, you know, when we open it up, it's going to be the biggest, biggest party ever. And the other day, DeWine was like, well, you can voluntarily do things. And I was like, voluntarily? You ain't, you don't really make me feel much safer <laughs> than I did beforehand. But okay, I guess that celebration hasn't been had by me yet. But I think it's small steps towards getting to where we want to go. And I know that, and I won't mention names, I think baseball players, and in a, in a way, the professional baseball players I know kind of feel – I don't want to put words in their mouth, but they kind of feel pissed off because a lot of words were put in their mouth before they were ready to even talk about whether they're coming back or not. And I think a lot of us were, you know, mad because we're hearing Blake Snell or Trevor Bauer, imagine that, talking about, <laughs> you know, how much money is going to be taken from them and things of that nature. And a lot of players that I talked to are like, look, we don't want to get screwed financially, but we get it. Everybody's getting screwed financially. We want to play and we want to be safe. Yeah. You know, and it sucks because most of them are like, we're like everybody else. We want to play, and we want to make sure we're safe. We're not, you know, and it's like, and they feel like everybody's already run with these guys just only care about their money, da, 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 you know, because of a couple guys speaking out first. And slowly but surely, it's funny, we haven't seen anything put out, and maybe it will while we're doing this podcast, but I'm getting more and more people around baseball kind of reaching out over the last 24, 48 hours of get ready, should see you soon, sounds like this is happening, starting to back up getting myself together, throwing more bullpens, doing this. Everything's pointing baseball-wise from what I'm hearing, the people I'm talking to, to us, you know, having spring training. Right. Most likely here right. in Cleveland. They well, have some guys down in Akron, you know, throwing and playing at the Canal Park. So, you know, let's keep our fingers crossed because that's what's coming. Yeah, hold that thought because I do want to talk about how spring training will go. But, um, you know, in relation to the orders or who can come back or, or where – um, 
guys, zero economic stance on this, zero political stance on this. The reality is, Dre, at this point, we're over two months. It's warm here now. People are going to start doing stuff, regardless of permission or not, right? Um, Formal orders or not. Like, it's just not realistic to think that at this time of the year, people aren't going to have some sort of gathering, right? It's not realistic to think that people aren't going to go out and fish, go out and sit with their buddies. Go out. It's just, right. it's just not. And to take it all the way down to, to kids, your, your kids age. I mean, they need structure. They need soccer practice. They need baseball practice. They, they've needed their teachers. They're not going to have that. Right. But right. They've, they've needed all that stuff. And it gets to the point where everybody, mom, dad, grandma, kids, kids of all ages are going to lose their minds. So it's, it's time to do that. And of course, in our world, uh, for our direct jobs, for what our worlds would be, even if we didn't work in the sports field, we want it back. We need it back. We don't know what it's going to look like, um, but I am encouraged. Um, it was never going to be easy, but but you're right. We we talked about Memorial Day being kind of laid out there, and from the NBA, um, it kind of looks like start gathering in a few weeks and games in late late July, right? Which that seemed a little late to me, but man, however you got to do it to play them, however you got to do it, right? Well, it comes back to money, and you're yeah, what you're saying is right, and and I don't do this often, but it's just the truth. Part of the the issue we have here with all of this is we have no leadership in any way, shape, or form of how to come back and how to do this the right way, and if we aren't safe or where we not safe, and everybody makes it political, and what we're all missing out on because the truth is the truth is NBA doesn't want to lose billions of dollars. Major League Baseball doesn't want to meet, lose millions, billions of dollars. NFL doesn't want to lose billions of dollars. And the whole freaking thing about this is if we felt a certain way or if we saw this go a certain way, and we, like, you're, like you're right, people are going out because some people just aren't afraid, even if they were afraid of this originally, because it's like, well, nobody around me has had it. Nobody, I've, I've had people say that to me. Um, I just hope to God that we don't, we're, we're our rudderless ship doesn't take us into a place where we're all screwed and we all go back five steps. And that's possible. We don't know that, but it's anything is possible right now. And well, I think all of us are willing to take the gamble at this point in time. Of, well, you know, not that much has happened, and no one is telling us what's going to happen. So, well, fuck it. I don't want to lose money either. Let's go. <laughs> well, right, right. I mean, no, nobody's wanted this, right? Um, man, it, it, it's just – it's social media is tough right now. It's really oh. tough. Oh, Ooh. Holy hell. Just let me say this. If common sense and common courtesy are the keys, then a lot of you guys are in big fucking wrecks. That's all I can say. Yeah. You ain't got a fucking chance. Oh, my God. Right. And and, and I don't want to do this. I'm almost rooting for you to crash and burn. I'm not. Um, I I promise as as hard as that is. But, yeah, but, like. We don't have to root. We no, no, you have to have respect like, for this. Like hiring, look, it's like it's like it's like hiring Freddie to be your head coach. <laughs> you know it's coming. Yeah. You know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, but but as we look at it here, like okay, what we we've talked on this pod for weeks. What will it take? And we don't have all the answers. But for 250 people to be in an NFL training camp, right? For right, 100 people to gather uh, back. You know, the fact is, is it trickles down to say high school sports. You know. These they're schools that can't buy practice jerseys, so they're not going to have the resources to test these kids over and over again, or to go through right. the, the layers of this. So, you know, right. nothing's guaranteed. I, I think we all have to take it on a day by day victory basis. Um, I've caught up with a couple of people, you know, in recent days and various things. And before we've done whatever formal conversation we've had, it was genuine. How are you? How is everyone? How are you holding up? 
you know, um, so I, I honestly, as I've said, I, I've tried to find a small victory every single day and say it out loud, a positive as, as much as it sucked or as much as I was whining or pouting or hungover or all of the above. Right. <laughs> right? Like I've lost my right. damn mind. I did push ups today. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. But exactly. but it's 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 about like okay let's do this and then eventually we'll get to the point where it's in the past and hopefully we're all back and there's all sorts of games and all sorts of sports to enjoy and all sp- sorts of things to argue in sports conversations you can't win you know rather than than this shit where everybody is just in a dick measuring contest most of them are losing and everybody's just out to spite thy neighbor instead of love thy neighbor yeah but she said something that that jumped out to me that. I, let's start at the Ohio State point. And I thought that uh, Smith, Gene Smith, was pretty – I didn't hear the whole thing. I just read different quotes and things of that nature. But I'll give him credit. Some of it made sense as to where he was going. He was, he was like, I feel very very much differently than I did about this the first time I spoke to you guys. I want to say it was like early April when he spoke to everyone. And he was like, I, it was a lot of unknowns. And at Ohio State, they can generate enough money that they should be able to get to testing that would be needed. Um I'd like to think that you could, like, there's still, like, you said something like, how can you play high school football? Because you, how can you play any high school sport? Because you know there's not enough testing for high school mm-hmm. kids. And where is that going to come from? Is the NFL going to say, hey, we can, and that's got to be, I'm just, I'm spitballing, totally spitballing. So if you want to bitch at me, go ahead. You guys are the dummies that bitch anyway on social media. They're, they're hot anyway. But I'm, this is just a realistic conversation. If the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA isn't willing to help get the test, for high schools, at some point in time, we're going to have to say, fuck the test, and, and we're not worried about it, right? Or like, how else are you going to put a bunch of high school kids out there like that? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just curious. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I heard, I, I don't even know what show this was, but I was driving this morning, and they were talking about one of the MLB managers saying how in an interview with the no spitting, no seeds, how that had been his whole life. Right. And he, right. he wasn't sure. And it was like, on one hand, like, dude, you can do this. Right. You, this sounds really petty. But on the other hand, like we want normalcy. Right. Like he sure. we want not just as journalists, podcasters, whatever, but we want the truth from these guys. And he's saying, like, right. that's going to be different. I've grown up in baseball my whole life. I've chewed tobacco or seeds or whatever it is. Now I can't do that. It's going to be an adjustment. Like we're all kind of walking that line. You know, and you're looking, you can look at it in every way. And I think that's where some people miss when they realize, like, that people have died and people every day across the country are putting their lives at stake. And they want it to be good. Nobody wants this, right? But we can't just say, day one, we're back. Um, Let's kick the ball. The Chiefs play on Thursday night. Like, it's not going to be that simple. So just kind of respect that, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. That's, that's kind of where we're at right now. I, like, I, I said this to somebody yesterday. As much as, like, I'm ready to just talk, you know, talk the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. And, yes. You know, talk about, the, talk about the Browns, you know, new offensive line and, and gelling together. You know, my wife and I were talking about something yesterday because, obviously, you know, she has a lot of people that work for her that work in pools and swim with kids with special needs. And, and right now, that's just something they can't do. Um, and they're doing, you know, telehealth, and they're doing things online. And she's got a swimming coach that's just a great swimming coach, and he's a high school swimming coach, but he also works for her. And the swimming coach kind of said, he goes, you know, some of my guys, some of our guys are going to come back so much better 
because I'm actually getting to teach. You know, it's not like and, – and the reason why this is a big deal, I heard Nick Saban say the same thing to Scott Van Pelt the other night. He was like, yeah, we're not physically getting to these guys. He goes, but we're actually able to teach these kids in a way that we've never been able to teach in the past because usually it's like, all right, we got 20 minutes in the, in, in the, in the classroom and then we got to get off the field for an hour and a half. You know, everything's so regimented that he goes, usually you rush through the, the actual class. And he's like, now we know we got 45 minutes, an hour, and there's nothing else after. So we have to teach the fundamentals. And he's like, fundamentally, he goes, we should be better players and a better team. Now he goes, I don't know what we'll look like, you know, as a, now this is Nick Saban, who's a South, who's one of the best ever <laughs> coach in right. the game and a great, great teacher. I hope that there's a lot of coaches out there that can achieve that because it's the teams that can uh, do that, they're going to be, and I don't know about Kevin Stefanski. I don't, maybe he is a great teacher. And if he is, um, that puts the Browns way ahead. If he's not, those are the teams that are going to struggle. And, and like, and, I, and like, and I've heard that even in my wife, she's my wife's like, yeah, the people that I have that are great teachers, hopefully, you know, our kids are still growing. despite not getting what they normally get. I think that's something to watch when the season start. I know that Indians pitching coach, Carl Willis is kind of going through the same thing where, and I like, you're just talking about your push-ups and like working out. I don't know, man, if when I was 17, 18, 19 years old, doing a group chat with my coaches would have motivated me to do what the hell I was supposed to do. <laughs> you know, like, well, right. But you know what I've I'm talked about, about with my buddies that are high school coaches and with my brother, like the guys that want to get better are getting better. You know, that true. not everybody has a basket in, in their driveway. Not everybody has a home gym in their, in their basement. But they're finding a way. So, you know, what did I write about and we talked about before the NFL draft? Guys had to sneak on the field to do a virtual pro day to send to teams, right? Well, they right, found a way. Right. They called and called and called until someone said, I'll give you one hour on that field, and if the cops come, you got to go, right? <laughs> and you're right sure. about St- Stefanski and, and the Browns and all that. Um, it is certainly not positive for them. They would have been on the field this week, right, for the first, of the ten pra- first three of the ten practices. Um, right. However... You know, I'm always in the camp of it's it's the offseason work is a little overrated, um, at least, especially in the social media era aspects of it may be way, way overrated from the outside. But um, you can't pretend like this isn't valuable time, right? For for a quarterback right, needs right. to get on back on track for a left tackle who turned 21 two days ago, who's never played left tackle, like need those reps. Um We'll see. You know, we maybe we'll never be able to quantify it. We certainly can't now because we're weeks away from having practice. So one thing I want to say, guys, like what you've seen out there about the NFL and opening up buildings, and I know some people just don't pay attention, but it doesn't apply to the players and coaches. No players and coaches except for rehabbing players with their trainers can go back in the facilities until every team's can. So just because there was a ruling today doesn't mean the Browns can have minicamp next week. The Browns still have to stay out. Right. However – if we do get this back in baseball, all of a sudden is it 50% or 60% of the games it normally plays all of a sudden someone like me gets their wish in that every game count really counts. I mean, we've talked baseball for years. Every team, good and bad has a good and bad week. Every team pisses away a game on June 10th when they led by four runs. And in the grand scheme, it doesn't matter a lot of times, but man, like right. there's going to be heavy incentive to come out of the gates firing. Yeah, well, because your record won't, you know, nobody, I hate to say it, no one's going to care what you went through when you look at your record on November 5th, right? Like, everybody, you're, you're going to be what you are. And, everybody, and everybody's got the same excuse. So that excuse, 
And in coach's terms, it's going to be lame. <laughs> like you just you got to find a way to yeah. figure it out and get better. Right. Um, and listening to some of the interviews you guys have had this week, I was cutting the grass yesterday listening to uh, you guys talk to Jarvis. And Jarvis is talking about different, you know, just, just going through his rehab and knowing different guys and everything else. And I heard the one the day before with J.C. Treader. And to me, it's amazing as I listen to these press conferences and I listen to how we are press conferencing now um, and, and, and our jobs. As much as our job is to talk about wins and losses, um, I chuckled because I heard almost all of the J.C. Treader and, and I hear the different you know questions and how we try to make small talk. Um, I don't want to be... I don't want to be negative on where our jobs are going, but I know I've talked about every guy on the Indians team since I left spring training on March 15th or 12th or whatever it was. And I've spoken to them, but I never thought I would speak to so many guys through my, through my iPhone, through my laptop, through my iPad. Yeah. And it seems like that's going to be our, our, our new regular, forget the new normal. Um, have you thought about, have you sat around when you're not, when you should be doing push-ups and you shouldn't be opening up another, um, <laughs> <laughs> another beer have you thought to yourself how as a and, and look maybe as a writer and i said this to another writer the other day maybe you guys are used to doing it like this because you do phone calls and interview but have you thought about how this is going to change how you may have to do your job come september yeah yeah um and and i've talked about it like with people with my co-workers with my colleagues who aren't necessarily my co-workers even with kind of people outside you know um this right. strange obsession cleveland some Clevelanders have with sports writers, you know? Um, <laughs> but I think I sent you the article today and I hadn't seen it. Um, the basic parameter oh, yeah. German soccer came back, what last weekend, right? Yeah. I think it was just right. one week. Um, and the basic parameters there were there, you know, normally up to 60 writers are covering a match while well, it's more like 10 and they're not going right. through the testing process because they're entering their own gate. They're not, there's no exposure to the players, coaches or anyone involved with the game. They sit up, and then after the game, they submit questions through an app and basically interview the players that way. So they're at the game, but there is no locker room. There is no whatever. The only people getting interviews with the players are the official TV network, right, which right, right, right. I would think you know would be you, but I don't know. I don't think you know either, right, no. if the Indians start playing. Well, the, the, what I've heard over the last 48 hours is yes, uh, I will be. But nobody is 100%. There's nothing. That's the craziest thing. Nothing is in, you know, nothing is in ink. Right. In pencil, yes. Um, well, here's something. We Let me cut you off what... for a second, Dre. Because this just occurred to me. Like, some of your best work has been you'll sit with these guys, right? And you guys will end up putting right. together a big piece that will air over not one but multiple pregame shows, right? And you've sat with a exactly. person. Yes. And you've sat with a person's parents and college coach and brother and whatever. Well, now it might be today's today's Andre's pregame show is you on a Zoom call with somebody, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. And the thing, and like, and I'm admitting for me, um, one of the better parts of my job, or what helps me be decent at jobs, is just. And I, you and I have talked about this, and we try to help help young journalists with this. The best stuff I get is not on air. Yeah. The best stuff I get is just in having conversations with people, real conversations without a microphone. And then able to bring a normal conversation and not have the repeated conversation on air, but be able to have a feel for what a person like you did something on it. You did something. On a, this isn't a this isn't a um, pat each other on the back moment of A to Z because anybody knows we'd rather talk shit about each other than, than <laughs> give each other credit. 
But you did something on a, on, a, on a Zoom call the other day with J.C. Treader. He's what, the NFL, he's a Browns NFL, player's he's representative. He's the president of the else. NFLPA, yeah. There you go. So everybody's asking questions to, to him over a Zoom call the other day from the media, and this isn't about anybody else. Everybody's just getting to their question, and you can tell it's a little odd. Um, you do, we've said this. There are different questions asked, and you got 15 of you asking one guy one thing, and when it's a one-on-one. It just is. It's just, it's just how people talk to each other. And you're going through this Zoom call with J.C. Treader, and it gets to you. And in true Zach Jackson, now for me, I personally respect this and get a kick out of it because I, I've worked with Zach, I've watched Zach, I've heard Zach, I've watched that group, I've worked with that group. I know what working in different groups is like. Everybody has their way of trying to get the answer they need. Zach's way is by being a smartass in every point <laughs> in life and being, you know, and he's in it being a smartass and trying to, but Zach is also very good at not only being a smartass, but also having an angle that gets a decent answer out of you because I've obviously done my research on you. I know that's my main thing. Like, if I ask something of a player, if I ask something of someone, I'm going to show that, like, I know who you are. I know where you came from. I'm just not here to grab two quotes from you and make my story and say, fuck off. I've taken the time to get to know who you are. And I hear Zach go to J.C. Treader. Hey, were you the you know, class president of your middle school class? Everybody gets a chuckle. Then he asks this question, gets a quality answer out of it. To me, every journalist can't do that, Zach. Even in my even in my realm, I'm lucky that if this starts back and everything goes the way that we think it, thinks it goes, I will be interviewing a bunch of guys I already know that I already have relationships with right. that I could already text and bust balls with. But if you don't already know guys, to build that structure to get what to get what your readers deserve at the athletics, to get the people that watch Indians games with sports time, Ohio, or watch me on Fox, or wherever else, it's going to be a hurdle at times to get what we used to get on a daily, on a daily basis. Sure. And listen, uh, you know, not only do I think the smart players will capitalize um, on it, on engagement on social media, but the teams who are really good at social media, and the Browns are pretty damn good. They're, they're the, the social media Browns are the opposite yeah. of the on-field they Browns. Are. Like uh-huh. this is what it's you're, this is going to be your time to shine, you know. Um, no doubt, it, it no really doubt. that building the Brown show is really good. Um, week in and week out, they even when the shit hits the fan, the, they have they put out good stuff on their Twitter, on their Instagram, things like that. So it's going to be interesting, and honestly, and then for you too, like you, to pass messages along in in different ways, you know. I'm um, going right. to have to use right. use the social media and get people to interact. So. It'll be interesting, and I am interested to see because uh, we've seen the numbers, right? UFC came back and NASCAR came back, and it was the most watched NASCAR yeah. race in how many years? At least three, right? Yeah, um, easily. Yeah, was it yeah. like eight million, or what, what was the number was ridiculous? Yeah, yeah, I don't have the number, um, and I only watched a couple of laps myself. But you know, at first, people want it back, and then how? You know, how do you sustain? How do you grow? And and how do you kind of connect with that audience? Because that's going to be. Uh, the big thing, and, and it is like I said, you know, you guys watch the press conferences through the stream, right, on the Browns, wherever you are. If you're right. listening to this, right. you've done it in some form or fashion. Um, you know, when it's Baker or when it's Jarvis or when it's Miles, um, unless I have a specific question, you don't hear me in there because I'm using that time where everybody else is with one guy to work that locker yep. room. Well, there's no oh, locker room that's you- challenged. You know, so I've watched Zach do this for years. I watched James Walker do it. The great ones, in my opinion, not to cut you off, I'll get back. The great ones take advantage of that. The ones that are good, 
They're not involved because, and I hate to say this, and maybe we're giving away too much, but usually in the, we call them gangbangs. Usually in there, a player's not going to talk to you the way he is on one-on-one. And I can get all those quotes from the team, or I can get all those quotes from another, from another journalist. I'm going to go find something, and I'm going to get the real scoop on who this team is while everybody else converges. The good ones are so good at doing that, and, and that's no longer going to be a part of our repertoire. I'm, I'm doing all this working out, and come the fall, there won't even be any gangbangs. <laughs> <laughs> all in small group with the Woody. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Thanks for listening. Sorry, hey. Jackson. <laughs> hey, if you are listening, I didn't do this off the top. Um, our longtime sponsors are seeing the Honeymoon Grill and American Fireworks, and they've all been hit hard in different ways, uh, like a lot of places have. As of today, Honeymoon is back open inside. As of, I think, a couple of weeks ago, American Fireworks is back open full-time, but they're always open 24-7 at AmericanFireworks.com. And if you follow Scene on social media, um, they've been in a big push to to basically drum up support to help them. They they do an important job. Um, The plane dealer's been dying a slow death here in Cleveland. Um, Scene covers things in different ways and is involved in different things, um, including this podcast. And if there's any way you can support them, uh, click over to their Twitter account or, or their website and do that um we're appreciative for everyone who's ever listened once or twice or 10 times and everyone who's supported us we like doing this um and like i said we're just bsing today and it's like you know we're trying to make sure that we do this because we want you guys to have something to listen to and we never know what we're going to talk about next and we sure shit didn't think we're going to talk about me doing push-ups right and no no no. (laughs) to some of you guys it's it's fascinating the behind the curtain stuff in our jobs some of you don't care that that that's cool too um you know, like I watched more UFC in the last two weeks than I have in my life, Trey, because it's on. Um, I haven't watched a lot of the NASCAR just because it's been at times when I'm not interested as much. Um, this right. Sunday, I think, is the golf match: Tiger, Phil, uh, yeah, Manning, yeah. and Brady. That's be good. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I have a certain amount of interest in that because it's live sports. Because that's that's four really you know notable characters and big personalities. I can't say right. I'll watch it because I'm golfing myself Sunday, and when I come back, um, I if I if I happen to hit the couch, it's probably going to be for a long nap. That, that I don't golf to golf, I, as as you guys would know. But I was curious, kind of, what your level of interest is in something like that. Um, it's funny because I was going to go off of us talking about NASCAR and what happened with us last night. I. I have a little bit more interest in NASCAR than you do. I like, but I can't watch a whole race straight through. Yeah. But I will give, give live sports this and it'll go into the golf. I'm not a big golfer. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to watch all 18 holes. I'm not going to watch all 300 laps this weekend. I think on Sunday it's the Coca-Cola, which is 600. Shout out to Pete. Uh, my man, Josh Sabo, his birthday is coming up. We've gone to Charlotte for the 600 um, and together had some great times. I made the joke that we should go this year and just stand outside the track and just go vroom as the cars go by. Um, he's like a brother. He's like <laughs> he's like a brother to me. Now he watches every lap of every race. Yes, and he's back in heaven. He can drink and he can watch his NASCAR. So last night he taped it because he's got wife and kid duties, and I didn't tape it. You didn't tape it, but we all are all have our own you know interests. Yep. He had it recorded and was was watching from behind. You and I had already known who had won the race, and I didn't want to tell him. But, like, it's a little bit like my dad always talked about baseball. And, like, we've talked about baseball. Um, he, My dad likes the first month of baseball season. Then he'll pay attention a little bit around All-Star game. And then he cares about the last, you know, month of the season. Mm-hmm. Same thing with a NASCAR race for me. 
I like watching the beginning. The beginning gets me hyped up. You know, the national anthem, all that stuff. See the first brooms, brooms. I see about 10 to 20 laps. And then I can go do whatever else. And then if I get back with 50 laps left, I watched the last 50 laps. And because it was live and something fresh and something new, that was a great experience. The golf would be the same way with me on Sundays, Zach, yes. to be honest. No, It'll you... be cool to see the beginning. Yeah. It'll be cool to see the beginning. I'll watch the first two, three holes, and then I'll go about doing whatever in my life. And I'll hopefully I'll remember to go back with 14 or 15 hole. You know, I'll go about that. Or, and with Twitter nowadays, you can kind of, you know, you can kind of skip through. Like, and if, if Twitter's like, you know, it shows that it's getting hot, I'll hopefully I'll watch the last four or five holes and that'll be all I'll need. Yeah, no, that that's well said. Um, but it is good to have sports back. And, and it's funny. I mean, this is just me too, Dre, but like a lot of the conversations I've had with people, they've been like, yo, what have you been watching? What have you been doing? Like, and then they start telling a story from some uh, 2011 Rangers Nationals game they were watching the day before because it was on, you know. And I'm like, hey, right, right. you know, that hasn't been my thing, but I get it. You know, like, my, yeah, my buddy's like, well, my wife was like, why are you watching this? And I just looked at her and said, well, why not? I don't, I, I forget who won this game. Like, let me watch right. it. There hasn't been baseball on forever. So right. I thought that well, was pretty good. Cool. That's the, it is. That's the one thing. And I saw, uh, I know nephew Ben may have been on this. On this, somebody tweeted this out. I can't remember. I think it's Eric with his hat side, turned sideways. I can't think of his Twitter handle. He he actually cracks me up sometimes with his tweets. Oh yeah, Eric Thaw. Um, yeah, good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he tweeted this out. And I think he was talking to Ben. And I tend to agree with this. And to the networks, I made a joke that I can't say on here about what we should show for Indians games uh, because we're lucky. The Indians are lucky, and Sports Time has been lucky that we can go back in the last three or four years and put together a week's worth of TV coverage, you know, of games, yeah. of positive stuff. But Eric kind of put out there, I think it was him, if it wasn't, I apologize. You know, like, we need to go back, or maybe Ben said it, it doesn't matter. But basically, like, why don't we go back a little bit further? Like, I would love to watch some LeBron Cavs games in his second and third year. Games I don't remember if they won or lost or what was going on in the season. But just show me his first triple-double. Or show me his fifth triple-double. Or, you know, like, like I think there's so many other – and I know it's hard, and I'm giving extra work to people. Like, maybe because we've gone through this two-plus months, everything they've pretty much shown is, like, I can't even – like, as much as Game 7 of the Cavs winning the championship was great the first four times I watched it, I, it, it don't have the same appeal to it. I need some uh, – give me some stuff to, to help remind – like, that's why the Jordan stuff is cool. And even last night with the Jordan stuff, they did a um, – they had, like, they, I don't know how they redid the film or whatever to show the game six again last night. And I didn't watch all of it. But I know the, the 15 minutes I watched, it was really cool to watch a game from that long ago that was all HD'd up and they had different camera angles. Um, and it was funny watching people tweet talking about how if Jerry Swan was such a great coach. Why the hell did he never double? Um, why, and it's a great question. Why did he never double? Why did he never double Jordan? Like, and Pippen was hurt. They had no other offense other than Jordan, and Jordan goes for 23 in the first half. Like, talk about bad coaching. So then there was a whole thread on how bad the coaches were that MJ went against in his sixth championship. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it gave something for people to talk about. I just wish we would go back a little bit further and show the stuff that we show rather than what we've been showing over the last two months. All right, Joe, I got about six minutes before I got to make a work call, but I got two things here. Um, to dive back into baseball, and, and you might not have the answer, but – Explain why I'm seeing, and it's just reports, it's just rumors. Why is I'm yeah. seeing these these plans pop up? Why I'm seeing some teams, and you mentioned it, plan to just train in their cities 
whereas others are headed back to, to Arizona or Florida? Why do you think that is? Uh, I think a little bit of it has to do what is going on in those cities. And if the numbers are spiked um, and there's a certain number, like in New York, they may be willing to play games. Uh, I almost said Shea Stadium to show my real age. Whatever yeah. they call where the Mets play, City Field, City <laughs> yes. Field and Yankee Stadium. But I think it's easier for them to go to Florida and go down and, and kind of go to Port St. Lucie or whatever. And right. I think Tampa for for uh, the Yankees, they have a ton of fields there. You can get 40, 50 guys there. And I would say in New York, unlike here in Cleveland, the numbers haven't been terrible. Um, you can get from Eastlake, the Indians facility in downtown Cleveland, and Akron all within a 40-minute you know radius one way or the other, 35, uh-huh. 40 minutes. So if you get 45, 50 guys in town and you have to – and, and at this point, you can't let 40 guys work out all at the t- same time together. But if you can stagger it and put, you know, 12 guys in Cleveland, 12 guys in Akron, 12 guys in Eastlake, you know, and then kind of rotate through that throughout the day, you may be able to get more. I don't think you can do that in certain cities. So that would be my guess. Okay. Right now. Yeah, that, that all makes sense. That all makes sense. Um, and then the last thing. So um, – <laughs> I, I know a lot of you guys are smart asses and we appreciate the interaction. So I, I'm just um, trying to drop a few L's, LBs and uh, participate in this fat boy challenge with, with my brother and my friends. My brother sent a text uh, today that said he did 100 push-ups and sit-ups. I believe that as much as I believe the Cavs are going to win the NBA title whenever that resumes. But we'll see. <laughs> but uh, what I'm going to do, Dre, is I'm going to start when I send it to the group. I'll send it to you, too, my, my each day accountability. Okay. Um <laughs> And like I said, I have realistic expectations. So about a year ago, um, I got a new neighbor. And um, it, you, quite frankly, you notice right away that he's a young dude in shape. And I come to find out that he is a teacher at uh, Orange Theory, right, this this fitness. Oh, and so yeah, yeah, I want yeah. you guys to know that I'm still way more in it. Orange Julius than Orange Theory, but uh, I'm doing the Fat Boy Fitness Challenge. And we're going to see if we can't drop three or four pounds. <laughs> I can't wait to see this. This is great. This is going to be great, 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 great. <laughs> I was going to think, but see, the problem is with people like us, we can lose it. We have no problem losing Speaking for myself, I can lose it. I gain, I can gain it in two nights. Like, like let's say we lift all parameters and we all go, go all in. I could go out one night with you to a high school game and not make it in and watch it. And then the next day go go to a baseball <laughs> football game with somebody else and I can gain ten I can gain ten pounds in forty eight hours like it's nobody's business. Right. And like and like it's no like it's nobody's business. Right. Like where where else does anyone in the world say, Well, tell me the first time you saw Joe Burrow and I'll say, Well, there was a speedway right around the corner from the stadium and there was a hill, so you didn't have to go. <laughs> I mean, who the hell else says that, especially in a public forum? <laughs> right. Right. And it, and it's the god out of truth. And it's like it's, it's the truth. It's like, yeah, we saw it, but <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, guys, um, you know, like I said, we our jobs are going to be different. And, and I'm most curious for training camp. Um, you know, I, I need to watch that. That's where I learn about this team. We don't watch practice during the season. And I get that. That's, that's high level state secret stuff. But during camp, like I'm not going to know shit about the team if I can't watch them practice in an open setting. Right. right. So yeah, we'll see. But um, you know, whether you find it fascinating or boring or in between, thank you guys for listening. Always. Thanks for supporting us, tweeting us, uh, all of that. Um, we, you know, Enjoy your long weekend. It's so strange that it's Memorial Day on multiple fronts, but be kind. Yeah. Um, you know, stay healthy. And uh, hopefully, as we do this a little more often, and, and we'll have some real answers and some things to get excited about because, 
because as Dre mentioned uh, 30 minutes or so ago, you know, the, the day or, or the near the days that we circled are here. Um, we we kind of like what we're hearing in terms of the whispers and, and you know, the, the legalities, I guess. And we'll see over yeah. the next couple of weeks uh, what comes of all this. All right. That's all we can do. By the way, we didn't get the cards in today. Kanichiwa to Zach. He's so busy trying to get big arms, he forgot to bring the cards. But we'll get, we'll get back to it. Don't worry. <laughs> I got big problems, not big arms. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. <laughs>